It's time for a change. Strap your headphones on and join Chris, Scott, and Sean. Three active duty police officers in the Chicago suburbs. As they face the tough subjects, including police brutality, racial tension, rioting, and more. Weekly, you'll get tips and tricks on how to keep you and your family safe, what to do during traffic stops, how to handle domestic violence, and more. This This is a show about about opening a dialogue, accepting that something has to be done, and bringing communities together together again. again. And now your hosts, Chris, Scott, and Sean. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Three Cops Talk. This is Sean, your host. As usual, I'm here with my (laughs) co-host. Uncle Chris gets fancier every time. Uh, this is actually going to be like a really, I guess, a silly episode. No, it's not. It's, it's going to no, be. No, it's not. We, We're just trying we out some talk. new equipment. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's going to be a very serious one. So I'm trying to get some lightheartedness in here before we get started. Right. We're gonna we're gonna take take out a topic today that if we can um, that draws a lot of debate in society. Um, and, it, and it's one that's kind of politicized, one that's kind of, you know, very dramatic and very, you know, it means a lot to a lot of different people. And, you know, you got to really look at this and say, what are the different reasons that this means something to people? And it's going to be related to gun control. Uh, and we're not talking about the fact that how you control your gun when you shoot it kind of a thing. I know that's a joke that a lot of people say. Yeah. Chris, you got anything for no, me? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to let you go finish. Go for it. Go. Yeah. Go for it. Um, <laughs> but it's about gun control and it's a cop's perspective on some of these things. And, and, you know, we all, I think the three of us have a, you know, some different takes on the whole thing. And, you know, I, I think what it is, is it's like, I look at this and, and there are certain topics in our society that you really aren't going to change somebody's mind about it until they've actually, for lack of a better term, been reformed or born again or, you know, whatever, and whatever side of it on gun control that you fall, you know, whatever it is that happens to you is going to be very reformative for you. You're going to look at it. Like, it's like trying to convince a, you know, a Christian, a born again, Christian that Jesus Christ is not your Lord and savior, or you're convincing right. somebody that, you know, is rooted for a certain, you know, football team. Like you can't, no matter how poorly the bears do and how inept they are, bears fans are going to be loyal, loyal bears fans in the city of Chicago. That's one thing I thought about. Like, they were the, there were some <laughs> of the most loyal fans going out there, despite the fact that they put up with such nonsense. It's, it's almost like trying to, the same theory that I have. It's like trying, it's almost like trying to convince a woman that rush is Uh-oh. actually really good music. <laughs> like they can't convince themselves. Like you, you like tell I'm telling you, it does guys listening yeah. to the show, go out there and say to your wife, your girlfriend, anybody like, Hey, you know, what I really like listening yeah. to is rush. Get them to sit down and, and listen to 2112 with you. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, I honestly and think see that it's something that it's how like long an, that lasts. It's, it's like an, it's an animal. It's a primal thing right. that it's, it's like men can hear Getty Lee's voice in a different way than mm-hmm. women do. <laughs> Like, yeah. you know how a woman can hear her baby crying in a room full of babies and a guy just hears a bunch of babies crying. Right. Like we hear Getty Lee and we're like, that's oh, rush. Yeah. I know what he's oh, saying. I know what that yeah. is. Man cave. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, stuff like that. He's speaking to me. This druid rock. Right. He needs something. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you got <laughs> give me, purchase. Give me my headphones. Uh, the former. The, and, one my, of the and my Sony CD player. Right. I'm all right. set. Right. We won't get into any. Or if you want to just be by yourself, then just start playing it, and you'll be by yourself, and you'll be <laughs> right, left alone. Right, exactly. Right, right. My, and the, the coolest thing about the rush right now is, like, I know my son is like, he's on the path. He's on the path, the warrior path, because I'll be playing rush, and he'll be jamming out with me, my youngest. Like mm-hmm. the other two guys are there; they're good about music, and they're. It's not that they're not on a warrior's path, but uh, my youngest guy is like, Dad, play subdivisions, yeah. and like subdivisions, <laughs> subdivisions is like the most popular rush song going. Yeah. And he's like, Dad, play it. And we play it and it gets him up for the game. And I don't know whether it's a connection because it's Canada and Canada's hockey and, you know, all that stuff. But like, again, when we're, you know, we're getting tangential here, but when you're trying to convince people of something, gun control is one of those things that it's either you believe it or you don't. And what you believe is what you believe. And unfortunately, it's is as weird as this sound it's if you need a gun or experience a gun on any level it's going to be like almost like a conversion a religious conversion is how i feel about that that's just me talking here well but that's the kind yeah, of thing how many like, people have bought guns over the last right they're sold right, out right and you're starting to see and as sick as this sound to compare compare that to religion in some ways you're starting to see the idea of how this is is becoming such a hot button issue yeah but i um, think but it if you look at everything and you read everything, people aren't buying guns. And 
they, you know, buy them for self-defense or whatever. People, a lot of people are buying guns because they're afraid this whole gun control is going to come in and the government's going to take over. They've never owned a gun, never had an interest in the gun, but the, the, the media rhetoric is they're going to take your guns, they're going to come in and they're going to storm your house and, and, and they're hyping this up and people are buying guns that don't even... Don't, they, they stick them under their bed and don't even shoot them because they, they well, think yeah, all these yeah, laws are coming out and we're going to be, you know, we're, we're, we're you know, it's going to be Stalin marching down the street again. So from a cop's perspective in that, um, you know, there's a lot of angles you want to look at from that, from, you know, like, hey, you know, we've got a whole lot of different things this show can cover with that. But the first things first is probably the most impressive thing that we're going to cover in this show is Scott <laughs> is actually going to embrace some statistics for once <laughs> and he's, he's coming into the club. There's no paddle. No, I don't know. So, about, know I don't know about that. Like, I mean, I, nerds yeah, don't I was, paddle. They just don't paddle yeah. each other. So it's not a fraternity <laughs> type thing. There's no Indian headdresses and things like oh, that. Oh boy, that's I will tell that story someday. Yeah. Uh, Another uniforms and humor one. Scott here in a second to kind of talk a little about some of the things, some of the articles that he's pulled up, some of the information that he's found, and we we'll, we'll expand on as we go. Yeah, yeah. Right. We'll try not to interrupt. No, by all means. So yes, I, I have never been much of a statistics guy um the running joke you know i was a criminal justice major and you know i did have to pass one statistics class <laughs> to get through there but when i was originally a business major and found out i had to take math and statistics i was like all right i'm out i need something different so um so you know, statistically speaking statistically uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, right, right. <laughs> but, but, you know, Try when, to we, check in and right. <laughs> when we decided to start talking about this and, you know, I am kind of one of these people, I start going down a rabbit hole about things. And so I was, I found some different stuff as I was looking and, you know, related to numbers and things. And so I found this one, you know, the first you, one. And rabbit, you went down a rabbit hole? Like, what? what not like you were. Not, you're not going to do that hailbot comment thing again. <laughs> I was no, 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 uh, no, okay. no, no, no. Listen, no? yeah, no, no, no. Ra- you got that's, it. That's, barely that's, got it. You just just short of buying the shoes. The Nike. <laughs> that's <laughs> anyway, yeah. That's where I was going. I'm sorry. So you know, of, I know we're going to talk about different angles of this topic and things. And I and we had talked about this before about concealed carry and you know that. Our state was one of the last ones, if not the last one, or something like that, to come. That's you know, your we, state we, now, not yeah, my state. Right, now. right. Our this is ours, right? And you know about how concealed carry was such a big thing. Like when we started talking about concealed carry, and how, what people would say to us, you know, as cops here, and oh my God, what do you think about concealed carry? Like everybody's going to have guns, and I said, well, you know, you got to most of the time assume people have guns anyway. I mean, right, it's just right. part of doing your job. And I said. I'm not, I would tell people, because it was a big thing, people would come up to me at parties or family things and they'd say, oh, isn't this, isn't this concealed carry thing going to be such a big deal? And now all these people are going to have guns, same thing. And I said, I'm not concerned about law-abiding people. I'm not right. saying that they can't do things wrong. Right. Don't get me wrong there. But no, I, I, that was not the big concern for me. And you know, I referenced to uh, a friend of mine who's been in law enforcement in Arizona for going on 23-ish years now. God. You know, we, we talk about... It was just we, the other day we, he was handcuffing dead people. Anyway, go <laughs> ahead. That's a different story. Go ahead. What? <laughs> we'll tell that story. Okay, right we got we got we take, take, well, yeah. take, take some notes on this. Stuff. We'll I got it. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. tell that one. Uh, it's uh, it's going to end it funny. <laughs> go ahead. So, you know, I remember him talking to me about it with the concealed carry thing, like when that first came around. And... You know, we we were talking about it, and I said, "Oh, you know, what what do you think?" Because he's originally from here, and he said, "Man, I've been dealing with guns since I started down here." You know, I mean, guns are everybody's got guns in Arizona, right. and I'd come up on right. a traffic stop, and law-abiding people would put their guns up on the dashboard when he'd walk up to mm-hmm. the car. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's again, it's different policing, different area of the country, but when you you know when you put it into perspective, it's like okay. So anyway. It was my long. What are they afraid of so much in, in Arizona? Like where everybody's got a gun? Is it like absolutely nothing? Because nobody it, has yeah, a right, gun. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, that was Nevada where they do those nuclear tests and those big giant lizards, like the Gila <laughs> Flats. Well, you ever watch that? That was a really great movie. That's one on Mystery Science Theater movies. 3000. Isn't and right? Mystery Science Theater is a great one on that. If you guys find that on YouTube. <laughs> so, in my 
in my hold on, let me put on my half glasses. Um, yeah. When I read some of these statistics, um, why are you busting me out? Like no, that? no, no, I'm kidding. So the the uh, this was just something that I found when and it was talking about this is from and I'll I'll cite where this came from. I'm not citing that you know this is the end all be all, but I'm just telling you where I found this stuff. And this was an article from uh, August of last year in a in a publication called the Detroit News, and they were talking about. Uh, they were talking about guns and concealed carry, and I found this interesting that uh, if you read the article, there's a, a, a statistic in there about around, they said that they had found somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 18 million concealed carry permit holders over the last 15 years, and of those, that, they, that those concealed carry uh, holders committed 801 firearm-related homicides over that span of 15 years, or somewhere around 0.7% of all firearm-related murders. And, now, we don't, and it doesn't specify... Right, and that's the disclaimer, is okay. that I don't know, you know, we don't know... Or an average weekend in Chicago. Right. Well, right. right. So the, I'm obviously being facetious, and I'm not trying to just be dismissive of the people that are being killed by guns in the city of Chicago, but like that number is so low. Right, and when I was thinking about... Because the, the 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 title of this is an opinion piece, and it talks about Chicago blaming other states for guns and murders and things. So that's what I found interesting that that eight hundred and one firearm homicides, and you know, with people with concealed carry, was only about I think fifty or sixty more than of all the homicides in Chicago for twenty twenty. And, and the homicides in Chicago were homicides those we're talking about from legal firearm carriers could be justifiable homicide or a majority would be i would think yeah without knowing the stats, without knowing the stats, stats but, you really can't you know, tell you but, know but that just goes to show you know yeah so that was i i just you know to kind of on these these different topics that we're touching on i i was i wanted to see if there were some stats out there about concealed carry related things and i found that one and i just thought it was an interesting comparison with that many concealed carry now, holders. I'm going to put you on the spot, Scott. So, not being a stats guy, when and this this question is going to lead more towards like all the media rhetoric and stuff like that. Not being a stats guy, when you did that, when you were looking at those, I don't want to feel say, good about yourself. Yeah, right, 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 right. right. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you the secret. I'll show you the secret. I was jumping up letter. and down and waving the paper. I can't wait to show these guys. But like, if you, like, like looking at those and seeing those. I mean, again, not being a stats guy, the amount of time b- before you started going on that rabbit hole, you could probably get those, that information fairly quickly. Was that something you didn't know, you didn't realize? And, and the, the question is, is because this is where I'm going to get into the fact that, you know, people listen to the media and all this rhetoric, that it took you X amount of minutes to get that stat to make, to make you go, holy shit, yeah. and there's more. Yeah, it was very quick. I mean, I, I was, I don't remember exactly what I was searching, but it was something related to like gun crimes convictions something along those lines right and i don't think i even put some I, and i was i was also searching like chicago and illinois right. like in our surrounding area and i that that's a little ways down into the article but but i saw i caught my eye about the concealed carry stats mm-hmm. and i was like wow that's i mean that's that was surprising to me yeah i mean i, I wouldn't have even known anything about right. homicide stats of concealed carry mm-hmm. people you know had i not looked, found right. it in that article but yeah but that's what the, and that's exactly what, the, the, what i'm getting at is the fact of you took the time whether it was five minutes or whatever to, to look that up and you're like hey you know i mean we all knew that as cops but the the common civilian that would think that these guns are all going to kill people blah 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 are going to be look at that and go huh that, that's not really too bad at all that's actually that means Good people with guns help crime or whatever. And I guess what I'm saying is, you know, the bottom line is, is you know, don't just, the bottom line is don't listen just to the media. You've got to do your own research on this stuff. Well, I mean, again, so, we've gotten to the point where this, statistics don't matter. You know, statistics don't matter. Like you talk, like I've, I've compared this to um, like a matter of faith. Like you can point to all the scientific evidence that you want to, that Christ 
didn't exist. And again, I'm not exactly a religious guy by any stretch of the imagination. I don't attend mass anymore, things like that. I said mass because now it gives it away that I'm a Catholic. Now they're coming. Now <laughs> you're they're coming I, you're Irish, me. bro. That's given. Now they're coming for me. Um, but it, people don't listen. They don't, they don't care. They're going to believe what they're going to believe until they're confronted with something completely different. Statistics and things don't really matter. The things that, you know, one of the things that I'd like to talk about is just the idea of uh, we like we like a tradesman we have a belt and we wear this belt to work every day for 20 to 30 years and everywhere you go as a cop you start to carry a gun because there's an expectation of what stops a bad guy is a good guy with a gun now there's a great debate about whether cops are considered good guys with guns right now and there's a lot of things that are currently going on in the media that maybe saved for another show to talk about with you know guns cop culture is not a gun culture i don't care what anybody says like the three of us the three of us are prime examples i know about training firearms i'm not a gun guy i like people come, hey, what do you you know what do you think of this grain what do you think about that trigger pull yeah I, I don't know i think you should just get used to what you carry right. and be really good at it chris is a little bit more of a guy that has a lot of you know a little more he has a lot more knowledge about guns different brands what works here what's that there and scott is just your i'd say probably your traditional cop that came into this and his intersection of a gun is he's good with it he understands what he is because i used to keep stats on him and he doesn't know that, but I, I, I a tremendous uh, do, God, dossier. That stats thing is going to get me again. Um, stats and Scott was more of a, a like, uh, not to joke, but it's going to come out as a joke. Scott was more of a, hey, I'm here to talk to people. I'm this, and I'm not like the gun is my last possible resort. So Chris and I, you know, were involved in the culture of the gun a little bit more. But when you talk about the vast majority of officers that I trained, and I trained a large agency, vast majority of officers came in with handguns and they were not. 100% as comfortable with them as they were with other tools and other tactics that they had. So cops is contrary to belief. Again, no one's going to believe I'm saying this that hates cops. Cops don't want to use their guns. They're not. You know, in a lot of places, there's not enough money to train them properly for it. I used to say to people all the time, you need to train cops with handguns all the times because one it's a failed weapons platform it's only effective relatively close it's been proven that statistically over and over and over again we do a basic qualification that has nothing like the stress of being involved in a real right. armed officer involved shooting where you're legitimately doing what you're supposed to be doing and now you're factoring all of these things that are happening in our culture with the way police are using guns even when they're justified to use guns that is now warping this whole thing about what's going on with guns Guns are not going away for cops. I, I hate to break that to people. It's just not. I, or anybody, that would I don't be, think. Uh, we're, we're not going to be like Australia, a nation of people that were founded. You know, they basically were the people that were not indigenous to Australia because they always use the Australian. Oh, the Australians, they lined up as fast as they could to turn their guns in as another colony of, you know, Great Britain. Yeah, but as a, as, as a history like lesson, if I believe, I think that was where they sent a lot of criminals anyway that couldn't have guns. Well, it, it was a penal colony was yeah. what I was about to say. Chris totally stole my thunder. It was Sorry. awesome, but it was good. Good <laughs> steal. Good steal. But same. I didn't use the word penal. <laughs> penal. All right. Now that's why I'm back. back where we were. Um, but, you know, that's just not going to be part of ours. You know, and, and when you look at the two societies, like we are both former colonies of Great Britain, people left and came to the colonies in the United States for different reasons than people went to the colonies in Australia. But harsh lands that had to be carved out with different strange animals and all this other things. I don't know why it worked in Australia and why it didn't work in the United States, but I don't think you're going to get the same thing out of there. There's an influx of way too many other cultures in the United States for that. But the idea that cops like guns and they're guns nuts and they love guns, a lot of things that you see happen related to guns with cops happen out of straight up fear right. i don't care what anybody says the officer is not comfortable with the weapon they've not trained with it under anything any other than the completely most sterile safe hey here's what we're doing we're just trying to get you a 70 so you're a functional goof with a tool that can take somebody's life like look it's just not what people say it is about cops with guns. There are a lot of cops that like guns and no guns. Sure. I mean, I was with SWAT guys that were like, yeah, it's a gun. I, I just want to be proficient with the tool that you've given me so I don't have to use it so I can use. So when it the time comes that I feel like I'm at the level that I may potentially be taking someone's life, I, I'm so confident in my ability to use it that I have to use it. I know I'm not going to use it out of fear and stress. I'm going to use it out of conditioning right. and and again, whether you agree with cops having guns or not, like this is going to be a great show with Helen. We talked about that on the show when Helen was on about like, there's the culture that a lot of like 
the Western world sprung from was Great Britain and and what their take on using guns and things like that. But I, I, the thing I wanted to get across to people the most in this, and I'll wrap it up and we can move on, is that cops are not gun nuts. They're really not. That's my experience. They know about guns. They carry guns. But they're not like these to a like you know i'm not there saying that they're not jobs either but these guys go to shooting competitions and stuff like that there are a component of our uh, community that has that but when you talk about that's an even smaller percentage of our society that's even smaller than that like of the guys that i worked with there was one guy that did real competitive shooting on a regular basis and he was really really proficient with the weapon and he was really knowledgeable with multiple platforms but he was few and far between he had the time he made that a priority in his life and it made him a better cop i think but the bottom line is the vast majority of us aren't right and and i think you know with that i mean people think that no then then this whole gun control thing is going to cure it all and and, you know but it it, it's just not and i think people have to understand the fact that people police officers with have guns and they need to be more proficient yes but the flip side of that is, is for this whole gun control, is that we have to be able to enforce the laws that are out there now because they are coming up with some. Of the don't enforce the laws that are already out we, there. We now. don't, and and right. when they talk, they're good laws. They are. They are. So let's just one of the ones that, uh, and this comes from the you know, the Biden Harris uh, website. Uh, it comes under his gun control plan. So. One of the one, open mind listeners. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right. So one of the one of the one of the things he wants to come out is are, are these ghost guns. In a nutshell, a ghost gun comes with a piece of pl- it's a piece of plastic that is the lower half of the gun. You have to be an engineer and have the proper tools to hone out where they have big chunks of. Properly uh, mill, you mean? Like mill them out? Yeah, like, mill them yeah. out. Like, yeah. like it doesn't just come like Legos. Like that's, that's right, not, right. You, you have, have to mill them out, and then you have to tools. Pr- then you have things. to have the drill press and all the or to to put the um one of the sears in, which is which makes the gun go boom. You have to drill it precisely in there, and then you have to buy the upper and all this other stuff. So, uh, they're they're trying to outlaw those. Okay, whatever. But that's not. That's not what's causing it. What's causing it is the guns that are on the street that get stolen or on straw purchase that when we arrest somebody, the state's attorneys Tell don't prosecute. Tell people what a straw purchase is. Oh, uh, straw purchase is when you have uh, somebody that you know, can legally buy a firearm. Uh, they buy a firearm for a bad guy that is probably a convicted felon or doesn't have a FOID card. Or a person that shouldn't have a gun, right. basically, by law. Right. You know? So, you know, they're making these laws that are trying to... And, and listen, this gun control thing, it, it's good for both sides. It's good for the police. It's good for, um, it's yes. good for, it, it's good for, you know, the communities, but not what they're trying to lay out. What we already have in existence is, I think it would be a great start and you would see a tremendous drop in violence. But the problem is, is that you have to hold the people accountable. And when you arrest them, they have to pay the consequence for it. Oh, we talked about the idea of liberty and the responsibilities that go with it. And we live in a society where, you know, we want to give people second chances. We want to give people the idea that they can kind of make a mistake and get over it. But when you talk about something that's the nature of a gun, it's like, you know, like they tell us in training. You know, once that's left the end of the barrel, you can't bring it back. You know what I mean? And you know, we've heard the stories of guys, you know, at home cleaning their guns. And you see the videos sure. that everyone laughs with the dude shooting himself in the hand. And, you know, that's that's the nature of what's going on with this. But it, and again, it goes back to this idea of liberty. When you look at the first 10 amendments in the Constitution, how many of those other amendments do we exercise and and like educate people to that process like everybody knows what their first amendments rights are at least i hope everybody knows what those are right like you know we would never question the idea that people know like more about the fourth amendment than they do about the second amendment like right you know people say well it's a living document it's a change no it's not a living document it's a document because if you start getting into living document type of bs that people like to go on don't allow don't allow them to call themselves constitutional scholars because documents are what govern a civil society and if you can like make this amoebic kind of thing like before you know it that amendment goes away and then another amendment just starts to go away or another amendment allows it to be interpreted. That's what the courts are for, the sanctity of the courtroom. So the idea that the second amendment exists, it's a right as we currently exist. People are listening to this and saying, that's why we got to get rid of it. That's why we got to get rid of it. Look, if it's a right, it's there. 
there's a process to change the constitution as the founders, these powdered wig guys that everybody's complaining about. They were former slave owners and all this other nonsense. We're reinterpreting all of this crap that it's cutting away with a whole lot of things that are really going to change our society in a matter where guns are going to be the least of our problems getting taken away from us. That's how I feel about this. Look, there's a process. Follow it. Just like immigration is a problem, right? It's a problem. It's clearly a problem. And it's not a problem as we're being led to believe. It's a problem because people still want to come to the best country in the world as they see it in the United States. And again, oh, here he is being, you know, beating his chest about the United States. No, we have a border crisis because people don't know what the rules are. The rules are there. They're clearly defined. No one's introducing any different legislation that's ever going to make it and pass or be interpreted properly by the courts or be interpreted the way that they want it. Look, you can just do away with all the immigration laws, open the borders and let everybody come in. No, the the people coming across the border don't even want that. But if you try to do the reverse of what we're doing here into Mexico, we've heard that story a thousand times. Yeah, but the problem is, is like, with guns, the rules are there. They exist. We don't educate the public to exactly. what their rights and responsibilities are per the Constitution. Like, and we don't know hold more them about driving. You know more about driving, which is a which is not a right, which is it's a privilege. You know, it's a privilege. It's a privilege, as we say, and people know that. You know more. You learn more about that process because cars kill more people every year than guns could ever. Hope to if you're talking about an inanimate object and you're not holding the individual operating the vehicle responsible for it. We don't do that with cars. We've made safer cars. We've made cars that drive themselves for all intents and purposes. We, we've done all sorts of things. But as for a right, like understanding that you have a right for a firearm, what that actually means in the grand scheme of things, we do very little to educate the masses about that. Because if you talk about guns, you're a killer. Right. Look, and, it's and a I, right. And I wish people but, would get as to both of your points. We these lo- there are laws in place. There's laws related to guns and gun crimes. And as we see in Illinois and Chicago and this you know surrounding area, the gun violence is out of control. And right. and when in you places when, that have the strictest gun laws right. in the country. And when you start digging into that a little bit, you, you know, again, here we go again with my me and my. You know, statistics oh, and articles. Yeah, I mean, yeah, stats I, are coming. Right, like, all right, here we go. I'm, 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 I'm waving stuff here, around. You know? Give on, it to so me. <laughs> so, again, I think about, because what we do, you, you think about, you make arrests, people are charged with gun crimes. What happens to those things? You know what I mean? Because right. where do those things go? And that's the kind of stuff that people should get outraged about. I'm not saying that people shouldn't think that there should be sensible gun control laws and stuff. I'm not saying any of that, but I wish there would be more focus on these failures of these gun laws and the kinds of problems that they create for cities and communities. And so I was looking at something along those lines and, you know, I found another article I was actually reading, you know, reading is even a thing. Oh, he's going to be in a half a, class as he keeps like, us up in no statistics time. Statistics and reading. I'm really, I'm really maturing <laughs> quite a bit. Not, we, Chris, you're not, you should be quiet here and encourage this behavior. You should encourage this. So, uh, again, another, as I was digging around and, and looking at stuff, and I, you know, because I wanted to be able, I wanted to be, I wanted to talk about things that I could actually back it up with something that I was talking about to Sean's point that there's so many. There's so much rhetoric and nonsense out there that people just throw things out there, but they don't have, ever have anything to back it up. And again, this is only as good as where I'm getting it from. But this was this was a Chicago Sun-Times article back from February 12th of this year. And, and it intrigued me because I just, I didn't really know much about this topic. It says, Chicago requires convicted gun criminals to register, makes arrests, but won't prosecute violators. So we know, to your point, that Chicago's always been very strict about their like gun laws and what there was an ordinance or something right that you mm-hmm. couldn't own a gun in the city of Chicago or whatever it was. Well, as as I looked into it a little bit more, um, that they actually have uh, like a the city of Chicago has a gun offender gun offender registration ordinance, and what that is is a law that requires anyone convicted of gun related violence or illegal gun possession to go to a their local or a police headquarters yearly and register their home addresses. And they used an example of an individual in there who had been arrested three times in early 2020 for failing to register as a gun offender. 
each of those, now these are just misdemeanors because it's just a registration thing, but each one of those misdemeanor cases were dropped by the city of Chicago's attorneys. And that guy is now in jail charged with another felony gun possession. So the, in the article, the paper was talking about how they just, they, they went through some of these different cases and they actually looked at 33 of these gun offender registry arrests uh, made way back in January of 2020. And, Typically, they just carry a fine, and that's and a potentially uh, up to six months in jail. But they had, of these 33 that they looked at, one person got a $500 fine, and all the remainder of the cases were dropped. Okay, and that's just, that's just the registration violation. I mean, that's, that is something that this is kind of like your starts like if you're not going to prosecute and hold people accountable for a registration violation then 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 it just expounds to where you have people that have felony gun possession you're not charging them and you're you're not holding them accountable and then now you're screaming for gun control that and and again listen this is all about making everybody safe and stuff and and I truly believe that you want gun control I don't think you need to enact any more laws. I think what you need to do is you need to you need to hone in on what we have, prosecute what we have, and hold people accountable. I think that would that would tremendously decrease violent deaths, gun deaths. There was a phrase that always hold on, bro. He's circling. What you got? <laughs> Hang on. He's got pens going. Hold on. He's got the red. Is it the red pen? I don't know what it is, but you better hold your thought. Go ahead, Scott. Give it to me. I'm never gonna hear the end of this one, but you know. Okay, so this is the the one other part of that one, and then I'll get off my nerd train here statistical yeah it's gonna be like uh it's gonna be like old school like i just blacked out i'm not sure what happened <laughs> that's how uh, you debate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so back to these again i don't know where i got with these statistics all of a sudden but it's really i don't know i found a new thing for me but these back to these 33 gun offender registry cases that the that they looked at from january of 2020 16 of those people from that those cases have subsequently been arrested on new charges and sometimes even resulting in multiple new offenses. And they list out of those 16, um, 10 were arrested again, at least one more time for violating the offender registration ordinance. Okay. You know, right. I get it. That's a relatively low level crime. Five have been charged with illegal gun possession. So here you've got okay. no enforcement at the registration now advancing to being charged additional times with illegal gun possession. One uh, had a burglary charge, and two uh, were charged with violence against police officers. Hmm. So, right. Well, I mean, I, I, what I think you start to find with all of this is you can blame it on a tool all you want. I, I, look, I'm sorry. I, 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 we deal with humans, and that's our work. That's our work. This is a value problem. It's not a tool problem. No, because right. if we had no guns, do you think that this kind of, like, recklessness or carelessness, oh, we take the guns out of people's hands, that's going to be the case. Like, yeah, I mean, there's certain people that shouldn't have guns, like children shouldn't have guns, which is a recent case that happened in Chicago. A 13-year-old kid was killed. Kids shouldn't have well, a gun. Well, let's back I mean, up. He, with a gun. He had a gun pointed right, at the police. Right, that's what I'm saying. He, right. he had a gun. And, and, there, or, and let's play let's play devil's advocate here. Um, <laughs> we're, we're talking about uh, if you're a cop hater, you're a cop hater and you're listening to this show, do you want to, the only people showing up with the guns any call is a cop? If you look, if you're going to use the examples that we have set with firearms here in the last, you know, few weeks that people are completely up in arms about, and our lack of compassion and everything else, you do you want only cops having guns? Do you want your government to have that kind of true power over you? I mean, like there are people. This is a grand debate, and, and like I'm just throwing things out there, whether I agree with this or disagree with this. There are so many like circular logic things that you can get caught up in all of this i firmly believe that this is not a gun problem as much as it is a value problem no I, and whatever yeah. you, you know what i mean it's just like well then i'll start running people over with cars i'll i'll start beating them with baseball bats oh right. you know like I, I, I this is so simplistic of what i'm talking about here and people oh you're you're really breaking it down it's too stupid it's just a value issue well, and it's you're right Right. It's a thing that's like, what is causing someone to say that I should just kill you because I'm upset with you? I'm that mad with you that I'm going to shoot you 
because I'm scared. I'm not scared of you. I'm being deluded to believe that you are the worst thing that could possibly happen. Whether it's a rival gang or it's somebody you're trying to take into custody that's fighting with you as a police officer, it's a value system because we just like we're so frightened by all of the things. Everything's about scaring us, right? Scaring the crap out of us. And now we've got these very powerful tools like vehicles and guns and now the internet that is making people just so demented about what they should be afraid of that we're using guns as a means that I fear. I'm just going to say, I fear that this is the slow chip away at the constitution in the name of public safety. And again, tangential here, COVID we have sacrificed our personal rights and our freedoms and our privacy on crazy levels right now for a virus that has killed no more people than the flu has. And meanwhile, I mean? like, and, and meanwhile, there were 769 homicides in Chicago in 2020, right, up from 2019, right, right. when everybody was and, and again, locked down. And, and I'm anyway, not trying to convince ahead. it of things, but you've got to look at total pictures of these things here. And statistics are important in the fact is that, oh, they can all be manipulated. People don't want to well, listen to them anymore. But like this, to speak about Chicago, because this is where we all kind of cut our teeth as cops. You know, the, well, here's the, so on that note that, that, that you're talking about this whole this whole thing about, you know, um, you know, being you know, not holding people accountable stuff and, and talking about, you know, it's not the gun, whatever. So here's the thing. So we were talking about, um, you know, prosecuting from 2013 to 2021. And these are the dates from April, from January 1st to April 14th. These are the homicides in Chicago. In 13, there was 91. In 14, there was 82. 15 was 101. 16, 169. 17, 171. 18, 131. 19, 115. 20 is 140 and 21 is 163 and all this all these statistics from when we were allowed or we were enforcing gun rule laws and the prosecutors were prosecuting and people were putting were getting put in jail and hell accountable started at 91 2021 where they're not doing their job the state's attorneys are not doing their job we are at 163 well, this is the problem is, is when you politicize the issue, you politicize the issue, you politicize crime. Crime is inherently racist. You, you politicize crime. So people think that that's like going to only result itself in the fact that cops are going to stop making traffic stops, stop hassling people of color and things like that. And, and there's some degree to that. There's some degree of the truth to that, like with, with what's going on. But again, there's statistics that are being manipulated and things along those lines. But it also is now going to impact the highest, most important crimes. And this goes back to the theory of the broken windows. Right. If, if I'm involving myself with people that are jumping stern, turnstiles or breaking windows and doing things that they shouldn't be doing, graffiti, low level crimes, yeah. right? low level crimes i'm getting i'm interrupting the operation we're about to pull out of afghanistan from what i understand yeah guess what's going to happen the low level of operation is going to crank back up because nobody's going to be there enforcing it like the yanks are going home and mm -hmm. that's the case and terrorism could tick back up no i could be wrong and we could handle it all with drone strikes you know what i mean i guess i don't know but the bottom line is is that it, it, you know if we go back to the where this we guy were, can't, were you know you can't even read a, read a teleprompter but anyway, go ahead. I, I, I don't want to get into that. Yeah, with that. Go ahead. I mean, Sorry. So that is the decision that he's making. It's go, a go politicalization of crime has created some of these issues. Like in Chicago, when you're talking about, again, Chicago, you, why do we keep focusing on Chicago? It's not because we're from Chicago or we're from that area. It's because Chicago is a shining example of you could have the toughest laws in the world, but if you're not really out there to enforce them because it's been politicized and it's all about who's voting for you and conviction rates and everything else. And state's attorneys turning into these political animals as opposed to the people that are supposed to be like, there's a reason justice is a lady first and foremost, because they're much fairer than men Correct. are. And there's and the, uh, and the second thing is she's wearing, she's a holding a scale and, scales. That has to be because, and she's blindfolded. Right. We have lifted the blindfold. And we have turned it into, well, this person gets to do this, but there's a reason that he killed somebody. Right. And it'll be all oh, you're talking about, you know, the overpopulation of prisons and people of color and well, things but along just, those lines. But on that well, line, have you ever asked when any anybody at this table, has anybody ever asked when you got a call over the radio, hey, what what color are they? No, no. Never. We yeah. go and we do the and it's a we go. Issue. It's a it's a zero issue because on the radio it says this is happening. This is going on. You have somebody shot. You have somebody killed. I don't care, and nobody here cares. We go and we do our job, but to make excuses for the behavior for whatever reason is is why we are in the mess we are in now. 
there's a, there's just one thing I want you guys to uh, our listeners to check out and listen. Anybody listening across the country, across the globe, look at this. There's uh, a website that's called has even has it has an app. It's so popular. It's called HeyJackass.com. That's H E Y jackass holy crap jackass. between him talking about com. statistics and you talking about apps i'm going like where am i but it, it lists the breakdown of the city of chicago and it gives you some really like it gives you stats in a way that a guy like scott could even like it like, i mean that's it's like the kind of thing <laughs> you check it out it kind of it talks about year to date people shot you know there's a shot timer clock on there all sorts of things some of the stats that come from that but one of the things that i say based upon having some experience with shooting and training and understanding what it takes to do whatever. One of the statistics on this that I found, it kind of breaks it down by city, all sorts of things. But the, one of the things just me as a human that I looked at in this and said, the, the, the graphic that jumped out at me at most of all the people shot and in the city of Chicago, um, the numbers, how they break them down were where the shots were when the people were shot. And the highest is, of course, the torso area, because that is the biggest target. That's where cops train. Apparently, that's where people that also just want to shoot somebody and hit them shoot. It's also a big part of your body. Guess what the second highest area is that people are shot? I'm going to guess hand. I'm going to guess hand. Okay, Scott. Head. Head. Straight no up kidding. head. When you're shooting yeah. somebody in the head, you are purposely turkey t- targeting their head, and that's why an active shooter is so successful. He lines people up against the wall, tells them to get on their knees, and goes down the line and shoots them in the head because nobody's fighting back. So somebody's walking up to somebody and shooting them in the head because when you're running and gunning, it's really hard to do. Now, you may get some lucky shots out of that, but the bottom line is that's like an execution. And right. that's why I say this is a depravity thing, and it's not a tool thing. Right. Because if the second highest area is the head, what that's does that personal. tell you guys? That's I, I, you guys have been yeah. doing this job as long as that's me. personal. Yep. It's it's being it's it's being done in a manner in which it's like I calculated this killing. Right. I'm coming out to do this, and that's right. how th- this is how this person perished was because they were shot in the head. Right. And 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 again, this is a thing. You know, you everybody. I. Everybody wants to call gun control. Gun, you know what I would. You know, you know what I would want the the activists and these marchers to do. I want them to march in front of the state's attorney's office and say, "Hold people accountable. Hold them accountable for their crimes because that is going to decrease so much. There's going to decrease the violent crime and gun crime so much that." You're 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 asking for gun control, and and I get you're upset, and I get you know you 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 get emotional and stuff like that. But you have to. Everybody has to take a breath and say, where are we going to get the most effective way to stop this? And it's by arresting people and holding them accountable. And people will say to you, what you know? I've had people say this to me, you know, in social settings or whatever. Why aren't the police, you know? charging more people with gun crimes or arresting more people with guns. They are. are. But what you don't hear majority of the time is where do those cases go beyond that initial arrest or that gun charge? That's right. It goes, and and I know we're going to, you know, talk about more of this kind of stuff later, but it's not the police that aren't out there doing it or wanting to enforce it or wanting to get illegal guns off the street. Unfortunately, we're doing that, but sometimes... You're spinning your wheels because, like I was referring back to these other things, the same you're arresting the same people over and over and over again, and they keep getting let out and let out. And then the next time, maybe it's just a couple of gun possession charges. Now it's uh, maybe they shot at somebody. Now they killed somebody. And and then everybody says, well, what happened? The, you know, the police failed us on this. They didn't stop this murder from happening. No, but. It, it, the, 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 we didn't we we didn't hold people accountable to that correct and and put people in jail that need to be put in jail for those types of offenses right right and I just and I think that's where we need to start I mean you can listen you can make a ball you can try and induct all kinds of new rules and regulations and gun control acts and stuff like that it it it, it doesn't hold water at all if you don't allow the police to enforce them and if we enforce them then these the gun violence goes down homicides go down 
and you don't have people bleeding out in the street, you don't have families destroyed, you don't have, you know, kids, innocent kids are swimming in their pool or, you know, riding their bikes, to, you know, get, get, getting killed by a stray bullet because this person could have been in jail on a previous charge for a number of years. Mm-hmm. But you're letting them go. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, even if we're prosecuting the crimes and even if we're, to me, I mean, again, I'm, I'm going to take the weird approach here or whatever, they did, con- not contrarian, but I'm just going to say, even if we're prosecuting it, if you have a no value system, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. But, but, you don't live in fear. Like if you're willing to walk up to a human being and put a gun to their head and pull the trigger and dump the person, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it, and, and again, homicides largely occur with guns with people that look like each other, act like each other, and are around each other. It, it's that simple. Right. Problems are proximic. You know, the active shooter gets all the press, but the active shooter kills several people in a single incident, and it's usually done in an, uh, like, it was a predetermined target where they were going to go. It wasn't because they specifically said, I'm going to get a person in that building. Now, I'm not saying that's every single case of an active shooter, but statistically speaking. But every weekend, one guy kills another guy because it's usually guys that do that. And they've done something together, whether they grew up in that neighborhood together and they're competing for drug turf, uh, you know, somebody's gang related stuff. Yeah. Somebody slept with somebody's wife. I mean, I just don't want to focus on the inner city because gun problems are gun problems and people have a tendency through rage and a lack of accountability, solve those problems. But I don't honestly think that if we took these tools away, we'd be, we'd see anything less. No, because I'm going to stab people to death. I'm going to like when, when, when you when you when you lack the idea of one you have a society that doesn't want to hold people accountable and two people want to just keep getting stuff without any responsibility any freedom of what's going on right. you know like look what's happening with voter id right now like oh what's happening God. in georgia like right. again it's tangential but we're saying you to be a responsible voter because whether you agree with it or not half of the nation feels that that last election was not a legitimate election guess what happened with the election prior the other half thought the same thing, right. that it was stolen. And when anyone says, all right, well, to be responsible about it, we want you to come in with an ID because to be a responsible smoker, you have to have an ID. To be a responsible drinker, you have to have an ID. Now we want to be responsible about voting and Major League Baseball is not playing baseball. <laughs> right. movie, movie companies are taking their films and leaving. People aren't thinking about the idea of what right. responsibility means. Like We have the greatest society for people in the history of mankind to lift themselves from poverty and transcend and have wealth and things like that. But we ask you for an ID and we're an inherently racist society because right. of that, or we're an inherently oppressive society. And and it's like, people will say to us, well, you're three white guys talking about it. So what do you guys got to worry about? All right, Cause I, I got to show my ID too. If I, if I want to go exactly. backstage to see exactly. one of these studios or, you know, right. my security company, if we have to, uh, if, if I get a contract for a movie they're making, Every one of my guards have, have to have, have they have to have an ID. Not only do they have to have an ID on them, they have to display an ID of who they are. I, right. it, so it, to get it, through it, the airport, to yeah. do anything, yeah. anything. That's just how it, how the majority of society works that way. Yeah. Uh, but with gun control, the idea is is because the gun, uh, the problem with the gun is instantaneous. Right. right. I mean, sure. I, I, that's the only thing I can think about the tool. Why this tool? It's a constitutional amendment that you're you, you have it. There's also laws that have been held, upheld by the same people that wrote these documents that said if you do something to violate the trust and people's ability to pursue their own happiness, their liberties, it's taken away. The problem is, is with the taken away part. We don't enforce those laws and hold people accountable for their lack of responsibility with liberty, like legalize heroin. That's what people are saying because we can't yeah. conquer, right, Scott? We could never conquer <laughs> yeah. it in the drug world, Jeez. right? Legalize. Could you imagine? Do, do I mean, you I, think I can't even that, imagine. But that's what this is. That's what this. This. That's what all this is. That's what all this is. That's what they want to so do. So again, like I'm not trying to make people Democrat, Republican, pro gun, not gun. This is not Look, this. This is not a political this party is not issue. About the, the, no, the, that's not what this is about. This is about understand that this is nothing to do with. Don't believe. The guys in the Republican Party don't believe the people in the Democratic Party. You know why? Because if they were going to do something about it, they would have done it. Exactly. Both of them have been in power and had the majorities on both sides. Right. And guess what? They don't. Right. They could have fixed the immigration problem. They could have. Right. We could change the rules and say, hey, look, we want everybody to come. We do. We should welcome that culture into our society just like the Irish were welcome, the Polish were welcome, 
the Norwegians just yeah. came over and with Lutfisk and, and uh, <laughs> they brought and, more beer than anybody. They pretty much conquered all their society. Right. Anyway. But anyway, that's <laughs> the Viking at. Uh, but but the, the whole idea is that we should welcome that. The problem at the border is still the problem at the border. Just because your guy's in charge doesn't mean it's still not a problem at the border. Right. And the fence and all that other stuff, that's cool. Get it. Yeah, like the yeah. wall, all that stuff is great. But the bottom line is we should just enforce the laws that we have. This should not be political. This should be practical. Right. Whoa. Exactly. exactly. Whoa. What do you think of that? Whoa. That's going to be on that, 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 that's gonna be that's our merch. You're gonna get the, that's how you're going to get the governor's mansion. That's going to be our, that's gonna be on our merch. That's going to be on our merch. But no, hey, sir. you guys want to hear a statistic that I have? Anybody sure. interested in a Give statistic? I might have one more. Come on, one more. more. Give us one. You know this thing, this, this paperwork shaking in my hand over here. I'm like, I feel so grown up. I, you know, embrace So <laughs> this, just to get all statistic-y again, uh, Get so this, sticky, this yeah 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 statistically this shows my intelligence whatever uh, something yeah, about this, this was a this was a thing that um, some people might be familiar with this this is going back now about four years but there was and and I know we keep harping on Chicago and like it's very easy to find information about Chicago but I'm actually going to give you something that compares it to something different so I won't continue um, you know harping on the windy city although it just shows what in comparison to what but this. This was something where they were talking about um, getting federal federal gun prosecutions involved, trying to curb some of this gun violence by bringing in the feds to really start kind of hammering these gun laws and, and longer sentences and, and various things. I guess they felt that that was going to be the next thing that they could try to um, you know, attack this shooting epidemic that they were having in Chicago. So... Again, this is going back to 2017, a um, little dated, but still still relevant in the grand scheme of things. So in Chicago, um, well, this when this, this article came out back in 2017, and it was the three years prior to that, um, over, during that time, there were, three, there were only 334 gun-related gun prosecutions that were filed in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Illinois in That's Chicago. crazy. 334. Now, during that, that period of time, those three years, they had 8,426 incidents of gun violence reported just in Chicago alone. So now, again, my disclaimer, I don't know, you know, Gun violence, the disclaimer is I don't know the exact offenses, but you can be certain that it was obviously gun violence. So that right. will tell you that it's gun-related violence. 334 prosecutions out of all those incidents of gun violence. Now, when they break that down, and I'll, I'll tell you what they used kind of by comparison, when they talked about prosecutions, they, they gave the statistic of prosecutions per 100 incidents. So... Chicago being the leader by, I guess, being the worst, um, they were averaging uh, four prosecutions per 100 incidents. Four prosecutions per 100 incidents. That's crazy. Now, when you look at some other areas... You would like to think, though, just in saying that, you would like to think that due process ran its course... It wasn't a solid case. I mean, there were some things that factored sure, into that, whatever. Sure. I mean, it, it's just saying only, you know, four out of 100. There could be dozens of other factors that affect that, but that's still a pretty low number. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. you say? Yeah, I would think if there... From a prosecutorial standpoint? Yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. and when, you, when you're talking about 334 of those numbers of violence, so by comparison, they, they list some other cities that are, you know, known to have some violence issues. Um, the next one was St. Louis. St. Louis had... 1,816 gun-related incidents. Their prosecutions were 46 per 100. Detroit, 941 gun-related incidents, 68 prosecutions per 100. Philadelphia, 2,119 gun-related incidents, 18 prosecutions per incidents. Baltimore, um, 2,638 gun-related incidents, 21 prosecutions per 100 incidents and Houston 1751 gun related incidents 21 prosecutions per 100 incidents based on those US attorney statistics that's so, crazy see because it, it, just based on what 
what the statistics you just told us was, if they really wanted to fix this, uh, let's back up. No, I'm not. I, I'm going to say back it. Up really if, quick, it, re- real quick. If they wanted to fix sticky, it. Sticky, icky, icky as statistics that Scott <laughs> could have put out. That was like the stickiest. <laughs> was the sticky, icky. That is like more. That is all. Poor, I am. I am. Poor seriously. Scott I am drained. <laughs> He's all red in the I face. He's really exhausted. Quick, get him a gator. Yeah, like, uh, you know. I'm just going to sit the rest of this out. <laughs> but, but based on those statistics that Scott just gave us, if I were able to be in control and or politicians really wanted to help this and fix this, allow us, allow the police, tell your state's attorneys to prosecute it and bring in the feds, bring them in, charge them federally, charge them state, do whatever you get, get the help and clean it up. I, t- to me, I, I think you said it best, Sean, when we started, it's not, it's a huge problem that could be cleaned up fairly quickly let me i i do firmly believe that when you read most of our laws they make sense what starts to happen is the process the process like when you read the legislation sit down and read your legislation get i mean boring real boring stuff you thought statistics was boring read legislation that's super hey, what's boring. that supposed to mean <laughs> no, just, take that personal he's actually he's taking great offense as of today i am a statistician <laughs> put your slide rule down let's got let's sean answer the question put your slide rule down anyway. easy, easy. but like all, my only stats next time will be like the alcohol by volume for different types of beer Right, right. What would taste? And like, you know, Coors Light's only like 4.8. Purity. purity. Um, But, uh, you know, back to what we were talking about. Like, the laws exist. They're good laws. Enforce them. Hold people accountable. Like, look, there are so many factors that go into it. Like, uh, people don't understand the process. Like, are the cops presenting a solid case to the prosecutor? Like, we want to address gun laws. And, and just like everyone else, cops get caught up in what's really hot and what's going on. We're taking guns off the street. We're taking guns off the streets. Okay, we took the guns off the streets. But the judge still has to sit there and say, in your zealotry, to, you know, to use the term again, oh, you guys went over the top. Yeah. You violated people's rights in doing that. You know, so we have a responsibility in that as much as, as anybody else does, building solid cases with what's going on with these things. And then uh, there's so many factors. Like you're talking about the top of the ladder of the criminal justice process and what you're going to do. Because gun cases usually involve those situations in which someone perished or they, you know, what we talked about in the previous shows, death or great bodily harm. Where is that likely going to come? At the hand of a handgun or the person that's firing the handgun because handguns are more prevalent. They're usually concealed. Rifles aren't being used as much. People freak, oh, you know, the assault rifles and things like that. Let's, hey, folks, just don't take a lesson from guys that did drug work. Let's focus on one of the platforms, see what we can do to address it. The one that's probably the worst is handguns. Am I wrong, guys? No, you're right. Right, the, I mean, the rifles is like ten percent or something. Oh, whoa! Did you see that? Did you see that? He tried to. He tried to sneak one by yeah. you, Sean. <laughs> I didn't even have a paper in my hand. That was from <laughs> memory. Tissues on your left. Tissues on your left. It's, Go ahead. Okay. I'm so proud. Anyway. Oh, anyway. Um, the, but but the idea of it is. It's so. It's it, uh, seriously. This is such an emotional issue. I mean, I, look. And here's the other side of it, guys. And, I, and I'm. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say this: We're cops. We have jobs because we make laws all the time. And people go, "Fuck you! I ain't following it." Now, and you now you couple that law with a firmly held political belief. You could take the Second Amendment out of the Constitution and move the Third Amendment up to the Second Amendment. The Third Amendment, which is. Housing Everybody. troops during wartime. Right. That that yeah, again, this is where the people go. Oh, you know, that's why it's an antiquated date. Say, but if we go to war and the government right. says to you, you hey, Scott, you got to keep a platoon right. of, of soldiers in your in your basement, you're going to be pretty pissed off at that, even though there are soldiers. You're going seriously. That's no, just I how it that. works because I was a soldier and I, you don't want me living in your house. I'm just telling you. Even if I wasn't a soldier, you probably wouldn't want me living in your house. But the bottom line is, is like, that rule would now move up. And then people would say, oh, we got to get rid of that one, too. And then before you know it, they're going, well, depending upon the law, you really shouldn't have due process. Guess right. who's seeing that right now? Yeah. Right. Cops. Yep. Cops. Right. Mayors getting fired because they said we should follow due process. And then due process was, you're fired. Right. I mean, and people are like, yeah, that's cool. Like, we have to be very careful about these things. We don't do a good job of educating ourselves about the documents that we're governed by. And the people we elect that stand there and put their hands up by it don't 
support those documents. They support the fact that they're staying in power. And that's why I say to you, right or left, don't believe it. Go no. out and collect the information. The documents exist. They're good laws. But none of these politicians will try to change these laws. Right now, we're seeing ones that are being changed, and that is, you know, what's going on in the police world. We're seeing, we're, we're receiving some of that, I and mean, we are, we earned some of that heat. Right. But the bottom right. line is that pendulum will eventually swing back because politicians react to what the mob is screaming about. Right. And, and I'll tell you right now, they take the Second Amendment out. They say no more guns in the United States. Guys, let me ask you. Do you think that's going to make guns go away? It's never no. going to happen. No. Nope. Hey, we legalize weed. It's all good, right? There's no yeah, black right. market. Oh, right? yeah. There's no black market in weed anymore. No, right. no, no. You no. can't buy weed anywhere but a dispensary. Anywhere now, right? with that's a 33% tax. Right. And, 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 and here's one that I know it's a really, really hot button issue. A really, really another hot button issue. And I'm just going to get it out there. Right now, ladies, if they outlawed abortion, wherever you fall on that, if they outlawed abortions, do you think all women in the country are going to say, I'm not, they openly say, outlawed, we're still going to get them anyway. Right. right. And whether you agree or disagree with that, doesn't matter. This is the kind of topic we're talking about. Right. So let's be realistic about it. Just like we have, we should be about abortion. You know what I mean? And, and again, I'm not like uh, pro con, whatever. Okay, I'm not getting yeah, into that. Yeah. But right. what I'm saying is that, be realistic about it. It shouldn't be a blanket policy. It shouldn't be get rid of all of them because that's what we're saying. And no amendment is, you know, beyond reproach in the right, Constitution right. or whatever it was that was said. Right. That's scary talk, man. That's one person. The president of the United States should ideally not be any more powerful or whatever than the rest of us. And when it comes to the documents to keep us free. Right. And I, and I go, I, I am a big fan of freedom. That's what I'm a big fan of. I'm not a big fan of guns. I, you know, I own a gun because I'm a cop and, and that's about it. I like the fact that I know a lot of people that like guns and are responsible with them. I don't like the fact that there's a lot of people that have access to them that shouldn't and are irresponsible with them. But I don't think we should get rid of all of them. No. Because I, next year, mo more cars and phones are going to kill people right. than guns are. Yeah, right. And we're not talking about getting rid of them. We're only talking about expanding those. Right. So be realistic about this stuff. Right, absolutely. That's what this and, is about. Yep, be realistic. And then, you know, we're going to start wrapping it up here. But I think being realistic about it, finding your own information, and getting on, and again, I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, conservative, it doesn't matter. I, I it, This is, like like Sean said, this is not political. This, is, this has got to be a practical type of pursuit of getting our state's attorneys and getting our legal people to enforce the laws that we have to hold people accountable to to make a quick a, a quick reduction in gun crime and that's all i, I just, gotta say I, I, my take on it is just do what's right people do what's right, right. you yeah. know it's wrong to take a gun and shoot somebody if there's another option cops included no 100 percent. absolutely what's right everybody do needs to be what's accountable. right Yep. That is what we're losing sight of. Blame it on something else. Do whatever. Just do what's right. right. Scott, anything to ask? Statistics don't lie. Right. Well, well, I'm going to no, say, I'm gonna get you a shirt that says, I'm going to get you a shirt that says, what was the old saying? Uh, figures don't lie, liars figure. That's what I'm going to get. That's what I'm, I'm gonna going to figure. incorporate a lot more statistical data into this. I'm just yeah. putting that out there now. Yeah. And, as, and you know what? As much as, you, you know, yeah, as, much as we're busting your chops about it, that, that, this is where the practicality comes in for it. The, the, the figures don't lie. That's what they are. And again, some of the things we can plug for the information that you can, I would honestly say, uh, look at that heyjackass.com. I know it's kind of a crass thing crass. to say, or you know, why am I looking at this? But the statistics are easy to read, and also easy to understand, Google and they crass don't appear a bit. To see what that, yeah. means, what that word means. Right. Google what? Crass. 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 <laughs> Merriam-Webster. Um, no, it's like you see, he's, like, he's not quite out of the woods yet. <laughs> he's getting there. He's, he, I can see the oh, clearing. Sorry, I, I can uh, feel it. If I use crass next gonna, time, you'll know. About, you know, <laughs> new words you can use. Um, but again, look at it. Look at the thing. It's it, it's it, it's user friendly. It, it doesn't appear to be very political. I'll tell you that. It just talks about facts and things about that. You can draw the conclusions you want, and you should see if your own city can get one of those things going. Next show we're going to do about guns. Hopefully, Helen will be on. We'll have a whole whole other perspective right. about a civilized society. Um, exists, you know, right. um, without police officers and without guns being prevalent. What are they seeing there? That, that, that'd be a great lead in for another show. So, Helen, if you're listening, please get your, your chops ready. Get right. your stats ready. Get your stats are ready. Sta are stats different in England, though? I'm wondering. They're you know, by they pounds. Metric? They're by pounds. Metric I'm going to get yeah. everything off. I mean, a conversion app. Right. So, but <laughs> anyway, 20, but, 20 stone. <laughs> so, um, on that website, um, 
we're going to hook it up to our website and uh, we have a resource page that's going on um, from all of our guests and um, places that you guys can go get some information on all of our shows. Uh, um, it's uh, 3copstalk.com. It's the number 3copstalk.com. You can leave us a comment there. Um, you can go ahead and email us. Uh, and please send us uh, an email either off the website or 3copstalk at gmail.com, the number 3, and uh, copstalk at gmail.com. And please, anything you want to hear, anything you you know you want us to discuss, any statistical data that you need, we will get it for you. Here for you. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, please leave us, uh, you know, go to where, you know, you listen to your podcast, download us, subscribe us, leave for a rating and a review. We and have a t- we have a statistic tithing. <laughs> right. I'm going to start. I, I got to get a button. I got to get a noise button here. That's like something about uh, statistics or something. I like, don't know. Like uh, calculator buttons. Right, 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 like, right. Or, or we should just get a, t- we should just get a, like a taser cracking sound. And every time we get tangential, like this, you just get tased. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to the show. Nice show, guys. And everybody stay safe. Thank you very bye much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.